the fan. It's time for Vikings Country, brought to you by Miller Lite. Now, here's your host of Vikings Country, from KFAN and the Vikings Radio Network, Muss. Kirk's great drop. He fades. Man wide open. Gentlemen, we're here in Maple Grove at Malone's with Miller Light. You're Minnesota Vikings here on KFAN. I'm Mus, and our very special guest, Cam Finham, is with us. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. I'm chilling. I, I put that together nice to spend my off day. with all of those highlights because everybody just settle down. Oh, and two. Yeah, I get it. But there's big things that are still happening for our yeah. Minnesota Vikings. So, sure. just, yeah, you just calm down, everybody. Yeah, Be cool. calm down. No panic. We're not panicking as a team. Um, obviously, it's not the start we wanted, but we know that there's a lot of football left and a lot of more wins that we're going to get. Five games. What was it? Five days, two games, right? Yeah. Basically, and uh, toughest I mean, part of football. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great way to start the season, huh? Uh, but then you get, a, you know, like kind of a mini buy in that. Mm-hmm. Did you get any uh, time to like chill out? Yeah, I got three days to sit and watch a bunch of football movies. Um, what football watched, movies did you watch? I watched Waterboy, watched Gridiron Gang, <laughs> and watched Radio last night. And uh, Radio? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I haven't that, seen that, that made forever. Me cry. Oh I, yeah! I watched it when I was a kid, but I didn't remember it. Yeah. So I watched it yesterday, like actually understanding what's going on, and I cried. <laughs> oh, that is a heave cry yeah, movie it, it there for sad. sure. It yeah. Was sad, but it but was I super also good. cried at Waterboy. So I mean, I'm just kind of <laughs> one of those people, and just I, I can't cry about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't help it at all. So that's sweet. So, you, so on your days off. Away from football, you watch more football. Yeah, I do. I, I enjoy football, especially this early in the season when you're just if fi- football's finally starting. You go through training camp and go through preseason, especially uh, with the Vikings. We didn't really get much playing time in preseason, so you're just so thirsty to get some football. And now that it's here, I'm watching all the college games, watching really everything I possibly can, football movies and just living and breathing football at this point. Cam, uh, off season, a lot of things happen. In your yeah. life, away from yes the football field, you got married, man. I did. I did. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. It was fun. That's awesome. Uh, I'm a new man. Why? I mean, life. no. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry, I've been married for 24 <laughs> years. That's why I say why. Uh, but no, congratulations, man. That's Appreciate awesome. It. Yeah, it was fun. Did it in the Philippines. Nice. So I was able to spend my whole off season out there. Um, my wife should be here pretty soon, so uh, it'll be her first NFL game, first football game ever. Really? Um, once she gets out here, so I'm excited for that. And then with the Chargers game coming up, we'll talk a little bit about that coming mm-hmm. up on the way here because, you know, this show we just talk about stupid stuff. Uh, <laughs> but you have uh, you have a fair amount of family. Yeah. I mean, growing up in California, yep. I, I, 
Were you guys Chargers fans? Um, fun, funny enough, I played for the Corona Chargers <laughs> all my youth football. Right. So I kind of had to be a, a Charger fan because I was the closest team to us. And I was also the youth team I was playing for. So I wouldn't say I was a Charger fan. It was kind of like, okay, that's the only team you can root for because you play for the Chargers. So right. I would say halfway, but for sure not anymore. When you have uh, family members coming to the game, they're not going to wear Chargers. Um, yeah, no, my family, anybody that's a Charger fan, I know my barber and his wife are coming to the game, and they're super, they're diehard Charger fans, but I said I'm not, no field passes, no game tickets <laughs> unless you wear a Viking jersey. So they bought my jersey, so I'm like, okay, you guys you guys get yeah, it. It's all I good. Said, no, no pictures with, I'm not taking, if you guys wear any Charger gear, I'm not taking a picture with you. I don't care if you flew out. <laughs> <laughs> We're here at Malone's, and uh, it's Vikings country with Miller Lite and our friends uh, with Dizzy as well uh, here, and you can stop on out. We're giving away tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge to go and see the Minnesota Vikings taking on San Francisco later on this season. So that would be a, a, a huge game. I thought it was interesting because I was looking at, I don't know, I, I still call it Twitter even though it's X. Yeah. But uh, Kobe Bryant right there on, when you go to your page, when you go to you, go look at Cam Beasy, yep. right? With the underscore at the end, which yes, always screws yes, me sir. up just a little bit. I know. It's annoying I have to put that, but somebody <laughs> took Candizia and like somebody somebody take this guy's account and give it to me. <laughs> but you, you have a you have a picture there and it's a Kevin Garnett when he was with the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. Uh is in the foreground and then uh Colby. Uh Kobe there. Uh, that's still sitting up there. What is the uh, connection? Uh, really the Mamba mentality and really how I, I model my game and uh, really just my mindset of training. Really everything I do in sports is having that mentality. Of, um, the picture is them, Kobe and Kevin Garnett, two, two of the biggest dogs in sports, arguing, going at it in the finals. And that's just my mindset always, to just be regardless of how much you're talking, your, your play better show on the field and you better just be a dog out there. Let's go back to your uh, marriage and your wedding and everything like that, because uh, you play piano. That was one of the yeah. first things that yep. you bought yourself when you got your contract. Yeah, that was. was a piano. <laughs> so did you um, go the cheap route and then decide, instead of getting an organist and uh, have to pay a stipend at the church, that you just played yourself? No, I'm not that good yet. <laughs> I'd be too nervous and crying too much. I could, bar I could barely speak my vows, so I couldn't, even, I couldn't imagine trying to play a song myself. <laughs> But um, funny, I brought my friend that I met out here that I bought the piano from. Yeah. I remember I told you the story where I was looking for a car wash, ended up stumbling upon the piano place. Right. And my friend that I made there that sold me the piano, I flew him to the Philippines to play at my wedding. Oh, very so cool. I, like, I needed a full circle moment to play at my wedding because <laughs> he's the one that got me my first piano. So that was cool for having him there. And but yeah, there's no chance I was playing myself. What is the go-to song that you actually can play? I mean, this is probably I'm guessing this is how you lock down that whole opportunity with now your wife, where you like because I mean you're smooth if you're playing the yeah. piano. We, I mean I, that that that's a good pickup. I know we we talked about Brian McKnight. Yeah, I'm not that good enough to play his music. Yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to learn on YouTube his stuff. But uh, a song I learned recently was um, "All My Life" by Casey and JoJo. Okay, um, and I, I'm learning that right now. I was practicing that before I got here. 
Uh, that's why I was a few minutes late. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the, that's what I've been trying to practice uh, and learn it secretly until my wife gets here, so I can surprise her when she gets here. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah just, just do the rose petals. Set, yeah, stack yeah. up those little brownie candles. Points. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just get all sexy on this have thing. All of that ready. Man, I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Brian McKnight, you mentioned that the last time with us. Are you still listening to love songs as you get geared up for games? Because yes. most players are sitting there just jamming away on, you know, Thunderstruck that we yeah. just heard on with ACDC <laughs> right. or, or Metallica or, yeah, they're just jamming some heavy music and uh, you're listening to love songs. Yeah, still listening to my love songs. I kind of I evolved a little and grew up to go from love songs then my last song before I go out is going to be some reggae to try and get me in the, the vacation mode so <laughs> to get my mind back on vacation and having fun while I'm out there playing so I've graduated from the heartbreak music <laughs> to a little reggae to just one song though <laughs> everything else heartbreak music <laughs> the only one going out on the field that actually has a tear in their eye <laughs> I'm tearing up because of, because of the moment but I'm listening to the song <laughs> Uh, Cam Bynum is my guest here Vikings Country with Miller Lite We're here at Malone Stop on out We're here on KFAN until 7 o'clock uh, But we're also here until 8.30 Giving away tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge um, Monday Night Football Interesting this year Where they're not even just doing double headers They're overlapping games Yeah is that, Does That's it confusing. feel weird it at all? It's confusing I thought, it was, I thought they were playing like a replay yesterday When I was watching um, the the Browns and the Steelers game, and yeah. I saw the the P- Panthers and the Saints. So I was like, "Is this is this old?" Then I saw Bryce Young playing. I was like, "Oh no, that's not right now." So it was weird. I didn't understand, but I'm like, I guess more football and makes it, I guess spread out the spread the love with the football because it, it's crowded on Sunday trying to catch all the games at one time. Right. Especially when I have the Sunday ticket and there's like six games on at one time, and like that's kind of tough to keep keep up with. So I like it. Did you happen to catch the uh, Chris Stapleton and Snoop Dogg? No, I did not. Oh, who was that on? They do. A, they did a Monday Night Football anthem together. No way. Oh yeah. Was it good? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? I Stapleton. It's a hit or miss. And Snoop Dogg is, Dogg is always good. <laughs> you can never uh, miss with Snoop Dogg. I, is that? That's a weird mix. <laughs> it is a really. But it was. Uh, it was actually really, really good. Uh, I ended up catching that. Um, okay, we got to talk a little football. Okay, let's uh, do it. Here we go. Uh, seven turnovers. Uh, we're negative six in the take give. Four turnovers in the red zone. Most are fumbles. Are, are turnovers kind of like if someone yawns in a room, you're going to yawn too? Or are they contagious? Is, does it just all of a sudden, like, man, once it starts happening, it just keeps on happening? Um, I would say on the defensive end, getting turnovers, once you get one, they start to stack up. So yeah. uh, for, I can speak for us. I can't speak much for the offense, but I know that those are just mistakes that have been made, but it's not going to be a consistent thing, especially with the type of players that we have. Um, it's not guys that are going to be consistently making those mistakes and losing the ball and people that have a history of doing that. It's it's really been I don't. I wouldn't call it a fluke, but it's it's not going to keep happening. So that's where we have hope, and we know that there's not going to be um, it's not going to be a reoccurring theme with our offense and with our defense. Forget what the offense is doing. We have to take, create more turnovers. Yeah. Um, and that's we could. That's in our hands. So we've only created one turnover in two games. So we take responsibility for having the the negative turnover margin and not being 
um, positive on that because as much as um, people want to talk about the offense, defense, we're not doing our job taking the ball as much as we should. Cam, you want to go into some more heavy football? Like me, deep dive? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Whatever we got to do. Justin Herbert, who you played against, right, in college, the dude throws off kind of a Brad Pitt aura. To yeah. him, he kind of looks like Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's a handsome, handsome man. Has the hair, especially oh, when he's yeah. got the flow going. Oh <laughs> man, are you kidding me? Uh, are you a Brad Pitt fan? Um, I couldn't call myself a fan because I probably can't name too many movies. He's really uh, not one Brad Pitt movie. Is it Moneyball? Thelma um, and Louise. Is that him? What's that? Is he in Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. That movie's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But, uh, yeah, so Herbert, I think he looks like uh, a lot like Brad Pitt, and I can't really pin what <laughs> is my absolute favorite movie. Meet Joe Black. No, I didn't like that one. Fight Club is really good. Have you I haven't seen, seen that? that. What? Okay. I haven't seen a lot of movies. Well, I suppose it was that's 1999. Why that's why I was watching movies on my own. Trying to catch up <laughs> as much as you possibly can. I'll give you a list of Ocean's Eleven at least, right? I haven't seen that. What? I know. I'm oh, late. I'm late. Half of these movies I wasn't allowed to watch growing up. So right. that's why now I have. I'm You've older. seen Moneyball at least, no. right? No. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> well, there just went three pages in my notes there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm an Adam Sandler guy. Oh, yeah, the Sandman is yeah, absolutely the best. Best Adam Sandler movie, in your opinion. I am asking this question slowly, so that way you get a chance to actually think about it, because Adam uh, Sandler is the bomb. Recently, off the top of my head, just go with it. Oh, it's really? A, it's a love one. So. Uh, you are a lover, aren't you? I'm a lover, so that one, <laughs> that one had, like, made me feel good inside. <laughs> he loves ballads. I like chick flick. <laughs> all that, so, yeah. We got more coming up here on the way. We're at Malone's. This is Vikings Country with Miller Light and our friends at Busy as well. Stop on out here. We're here until 8.30 giving away tickets in the Miller Light Lounge to watch your Minnesota Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. More coming up on the way next to listen to the fan it's time for vikings country. brought to you by miller light now here's your host of vikings country from kfan and the vikings radio network muss california here comes Hassan redding from his front side pass left caught jefferson high reaches for the end zone and he's short Justin caught it at the five-yard line, and he got down to the one, so that's a catch of 30 yards with 33 seconds to go in the first half. Excellent catch by Jefferson, first and goal, Minnesota. Wow, what a, what a great job. That's a, that's a questionable thing. I don't know if they want to look at this and see if he fumbled it, because if he fumbled it out of bounds in the end zone, it's a touchback, and it's Philadelphia's ball. Cam Bynum is my guest here. It's Vikings country. Tons of Vikings fans that we got sitting here at Malone's in Maple Grove. Uh, we play that coming back not only because I want you to feel like you're at home. Uh, it's yes, Corona, right? Yep, Corona, California. Corona, California. And uh, what what's uh, life like in Corona? I mean, what? Let's see. Pretty slow. Good good weather. Yeah. Nice and hot um, in the summer. Um, not too cold in the wintertime. Um, but really, I like because it's close enough to the beach. Yeah. But not beach prices. 
So it's like 35, yeah, 35 minutes from the beach, but we get to escape the the multiplying by 10 house prices. Right, exactly. Yeah. So now is that uh, where you reside outside of Minnesota, or are you um, just staying in Minnesota? I mean, my off season this whole year, I was barely in California because I was in the Philippines all right. the time. Yeah, yeah, you're getting but, married. Yeah, yeah, my family's home. We're, we're still there. Okay. Corona. Yep. Gotcha. 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 The other reason I played that whole thing coming back here, and uh, Brett Blakemore is doing a great job. Robbie Rosenhouse is back there as well, uh, back at the studios. But um, that's the dumbest rule I've seen ever in the NFL that still exists when you have Justin Jefferson reaching for the oh, pylon. No. And then he, I mean, it is the rule. But it's yeah. a dumb rule, especially about what they do afterwards. A touchback, they get the ball at the 20. What, yeah, what are we doing here? It doesn't make sense. Uh, obviously, that's the rule, so you can't change it. But it's just one of those things that never happens. And when it does happen, you're reminded, like, that should be the reward for fumbling out of that. Like, we should at least get the, yeah. I don't know. I can't even, yeah, you can't change the rules, but it's so rare that when you're reminded that that's the rule for it, it's kind of disappointing. You have a foundation that you started up. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, It's called Bynum Faith Foundation, and it's really a foundation to really help anybody in need. Um, And we started with the typhoon victims in the Philippines and um, partnering up with our church out there to really bring any any needs that they need. So um, for typhoon victims, it was like clean water. It was fans because there's no electricity uh, to stay cool out there, um, rice, so really any food packs that we can give. Um, then it kind of evolved back in our hometown also, bringing school supplies to people. So kind of just assessing the needs of our community and figuring out what we can do to help people in, out here, but also in the Philippines is where we've done the most stuff. All right, it's time for five typically stupid Vikings country questions. Let's do it. We're going to do four because the first one I had already, we, we talked about Brian McKnight okay. and your love songs. Yep. And then right that, before, that's not going to change. Yeah, <laughs> love songs and reggae right before yeah. you get out on the field, which I absolutely love about that. The National Toy uh, Hall of Fame just announced the finalists for their 2023 class. It includes the game Battleship, which is such a cool game until you have to play it. Right, like it's just it's it's the the pieces are cooler than the actual. Right, game. that's the little game with the grid and you yeah, and the boats, yeah, yeah. The, the battleship <laughs> itself, yeah. That game used to take forever as a kid. Oh finish. yeah, and then yeah, and then someone would have to go to the bathroom, and of course you would cheat. Exactly, you look over <laughs> it, and then you say okay. <laughs> And you just go start going in a line. Or I'd cheat and bend my little boat so it'd be in an angle. Right. <laughs> so they can't just guess the grid straight up. <laughs> Bop It was one. Uh, Ken Doll, which is obviously with Barbie and everything being huge. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What, when you were growing up, was uh, like your favorite toy? What was your favorite um, game I went through, toy? I went through phases. I went through a long phase of remote control cars. Oh, yeah. And, like, I would save all my Christmas money and try and get, like, the expensive ones, a few hundred dollar ones. And I'd sit there and, like, power up the engine, get, like, a LiPo battery so it could drive extra fast. Um, then I went into a phase with remote control helicopter. Um, but we were into board games for a while. 
and I like Shoots and Ladders and Monopoly. Those are, that <laughs> Monopoly, was my team. talk about a long game. Yeah, that took forever. I, I never knew how to actually finish it, but we just, no one tried, has. To, we just tried to stack as much money as possible. Yeah. And by the once we got tired of playing, whoever had the most money won. Yeah, so somebody we just were, kicks we the board because the, they're upset. Yeah, no way we were playing <laughs> the right way. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you. Jorts, do you know what those are? Jean, Jean shorts. shorts. Yes. Jorts are back in fashion. Not Is, for me. That, <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Yeah. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> do, do you get ready for a game? Are you uh, definitely thinking about your fit? No. What I'm wearing today, my sweatpants and sweater, is what I wear for game day. I like being comfortable. Um, I might throw, I, I say I do one fit, one outfit a year. Yeah. Uh, dress nice one time a year, but... I'm not the I'm not the fashion guy. <laughs> Surprisingly, I have a, a fashion over deal right now <laughs> that that I do. So it's kind of off character because I don't like dressing up, but I have to. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of off brand, but it pays the bills. <laughs> Let's talk about our matchup we got against uh, the Chargers coming up here on Sunday at US Bank Stadium. We've already talked about Justin Herbert and the fact that you hate all Brad Pitt's movies. <laughs> He's got 534 yards so far, three touchdowns. He's uh, throwing a completion percentage of 67.6. It's those targets that he has that really are a tough matchup for what you guys are doing. Yeah, they have a really good uh, team overall. Their offensive line is really solid. Um, good skill positions, too, especially Cal alumni. Um, Keenan Allen, yeah. um, a lot of respect for him. And then, obviously, I've been going against Justin Herbert for a while now, going against him in college. Uh, so I have a lot of respect for him and what he does. But they have, a for sure, a complete team and a good roster. And I, I think it's going to be really exciting to be able to go against um, a competition like that and be able to go against a, really a veteran group like with Keenan, with um, Herbert. And being able to go against those guys, it's always fun having a good competition like that. You mentioned Theo Jackson and getting the interception, mm -hmm. of course. You got Metellus out there, yourself, yep. Harry. Um, what do you like about B-Flow's defense, especially with the uh, yeah. the extra safety? I, I was going to say I'm biased because <laughs> we have like four four safeties on the field at some time. So, um, but I really love the defense because he lets us really play free. Um, I'm not sure... If you were able, to, a lot of people were able to notice in that that um, Eagles game, I was kind of just lining up in the middle of the field and finding the ball. And really, that's kind of the mindset that he has, um, being aggressive, but also just playing free and making it our defense as the players and not really making us stick to one certain thing. We're able to really play free as long as it's within the lines of the defense that he teaches. So Less than fun. a minute here for you, Cam. Cam Bynum yep. is my guest, Vikings country. Commando, are you a fan or not? It's uh, there's a study that was done that 40 percent of people I'm, go commando. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. Is there a teammate that you know is almost always going commando? Um, it's kind of uh, in my rookie year. Yes, <laughs> I can't say the name, but <laughs> you know, talking about putting uh, it's, your... it's the older players. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it there. It's always the older players. That's old school. <laughs> Cam That's Bynum, all I say. ladies and gentlemen, he's not going commando, but he is going to be taking on the Chargers with your Minnesota Vikings coming up here on Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium. And thank you guys so much for coming out.